This CosmicReality.com presentation is sponsored by MysticalWares.com. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. Hi, it's the Say What Show, July 23rd, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard, Walt Silva, and Christia Cummings-Slack. So I'm going to try this again. <laughs> Christia, how are you doing? I'm hanging in there. I had a little tooth pain earlier today, and uh, I got dentist appointments and that kind of thing coming up. But um, when it happens, you know... Uh, if you never had pain, you know, and some people haven't, you know, some people don't experience pain. It's not in their, you know, that's not, they don't suffer. Some people don't, and that's great. But, um, that's not my case. <laughs> and sometimes when I get physical pain, uh, it, it, it can just feel like, um, when that nerve gets hit, it's just like, an ice pick going from the top of my head all the way down the side of my face down into my shoulder. And I can't even open up my eyes. It's just, it's intense. I've heard it said that the worst pain ever is a toothache. I think if it gets on that nerve, I think any kind of uh, physical pain that hits a nerve, and that nerve gets activated, you know, because people have sciatica and that's really painful, but that's a nerve too, you know, and, um, uh, you know, sometimes when I remember when I had cut my thumb and it took like 10 years for the nerves to kind of heal, come back. And that area was always the weirdest, had the weirdest kind of feeling. So nerve pain can be, uh, incredibly weird and painful and but yeah it can, it can be painful but i'm sure i've never had a child but i'm sure childbirth is extremely painful um so i don't know if you can compare uh tooth pain to childbirth but um i you know yeah i don't wish pain i don't wish physical pain on anyone um but I do know people who've never been pain, have never had pain, never been sick. And they tend to not have a lot of empathy and compassion for those people that have been. Um, which, you know. Uh, and then there's other cases when your, ruck, like your luck runs out. For the longest time, my father was the first kind of person, never experienced any pain of any kind. And then he had his blood, high blood pressure attack. And afterwards, he had any every kind of pain you can think of, so maybe it's karmic. There comes a time when your luck just runs out. Well, <laughs> maybe you know I hate to say luck, but maybe he was attacked. You know, not luck, but like I do believe in and have seen negative energies attack different people and different souls, and maybe your father 
you know, had a had a lot of positive and helped a lot of people, and then um, that kind of purity, unfortunately, attracts the opposite, and it don't take much for negativity to throw a kink in the wheel, man. It don't take much. Um, and sometimes uh, people, I, I don't think humans realize because we're not really taught about it, but just thinking about someone, if it, and, and you're not pure in your thoughts, meaning maybe you're sort of happy for them, but you're sort of jealous of them, and maybe you're kind of, you know, they're your friend, and, you know, there could be all kinds of, uh, discombobulated things going on and that kind of mixy energy can affect people and things there are entities whatever you want to give them name to that uh, I don't want to say ride that but will use that to their advantage they'll use uh, your um, discombobulated thoughts your the thoughts that aren't aligned with lying God, they can mess with them and 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 cause other people pain. I really believe that. Judgments. And you can judge somebody and you don't even realize you're judgy. Because, I mean, you're human. Human ego is, um, you know, it messes a lot of stuff up. Uh, you know, people get in their heads and um you know they get stuck there so no i'm just rambling <laughs> rambler <laughs> that was an that was a famous car in argentina the rambler the rambler <laughs> i'm just rambling and i'm like nobody's stopping me <laughs> We do a lot of rambling on this show, on any show. We That's why it's called Say What? Say What? Say What? <laughs> yeah. So, um, how are you feeling now? Um, I'm better. I did, um, let's see. I, I did a lot of prayer. And then, I believe it or not, when that pain gets like that, um, now, mind you, I've had like three weeks of being pain free, and um, I when the pain gets like that, I do believe um, uh, there are other things behind it, and uh, entities, negativity, whatever. So I had to clear that, then clear me, and one thing that helps is. Um, Running the prayers, but also uh, visualizing God's gold light. And I bring it, these balls of gold light into my chakras. And then I bring it in to my physical body. And since it was my left side of my head, I brought the gold God light into my every cell of my body. But specifically visualized that gold light just beaming out so it kind of pushed out uh 
I saw the pain as like a sludgy gray. And I saw the gold godlike uh, as love pushing out the sludgy gray. And then I had that piece of shungite rubber on my head the whole time. And I was in the recliner. And I just breathed. And I think I might have fell asleep for a little bit. And when I woke up, I was feeling better. Well, we're appreciative of the fact that you got to the show okay. You know? I was, de- I was determined. I knew. I said, oh, she <laughs> really wants to do this. <laughs> okay, so let's say hi to uh, Dolly. How are you doing, Dolly? She's always got strange things happening. Snakes. She said, oh, snake. gosh. Snake. No. Oh, snake. I have <laughs> another snake in, in the lanai. And the damn thing got really close to me before I realized it was there. And I was in the water, so I was trying very hard to get out of the pool. And I was hollering for Russell. Uh, and, oh, bottom, bottom line is Russell got the clothes crimper so I can pick up clothes out of the washer. He got that and was guiding the snake out the door because he opened the screen door and the snake got out. And he went and bought the bottoms to the doors that extends the uh, closure of the door. So now the door touches. It's just barely above where the cement is. And the snakes can't get in and out through under the door. Oh, boy. That was just one thing. This whole week has been freaking screwed up. I mean, seriously. It's been so, such a mess. But I've just been, except for the snake, I've just been breathing through it. Oh, well, I guess this is what's supposed to be happening right now. And Russell, too. He came home again one of the, one of the days and said, I, I, I had to come home because people are freaking crazy. <laughs> he Is means this happening like, in, in all the three realities that you're witnessing? Or just one? <clears throat> no. Uh, Hello? Anybody there? Dolly? Uh-oh. Did she unmute herself? She's not muted. Uh, I'm not sure she's there. She was. She had lost power, and then it came back on. She might have lost power again. Yeah. Well, she would have disappeared. Wouldn't she have disappeared oh, from? Yeah, that's what. She, oh, here she's back. Are you back, Dolly? Huh? Yeah, I'm here. It went real fast this time. The electricity? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know what's going on with that. So, and Annette sent me a picture of the outfit she bought for Christian's wedding, which was today. And I saw it before she left. 
it was a it's a beautiful yellow outfit vibrant yellow and uh when she sent me the picture it was lime green so i said to her well what happened to your beautiful outfit that's yellow she says i'm wearing it oh i and i looked at the pictures again thinking am i in the reality she's in and so it was lime green and finally russell got up and i said russell please tell me what color is this he said it's lime green i said and that says that's her yellow outfit and i'm thinking i'm in the twilight zone so i even asked annette am i in the twilight zone and uh russell went to his phone and on his phone she was in the bright vibrant yellow outfit oh boy that's the kind of stuff that's been going on when i'm in uh what i call the shotgun uh dimension where people are just absolutely insane so it sounds like all three realities are are like that no no because i've been calm well except for that well yeah because and that's outfit was that lime green (sighs) i don't know walt it's just been nuts so except for when i i uh i tell myself no i'm not going to play in any other dimension except this one uh the calm one i think i did have to come out of that one i forgot what happened are you supposed to be the same in in all three realities or 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 one version of you is different than the other versions i'm the same person experiencing different experiences I was thinking one of them could be rich. (laughs) (laughs) Which one of those realities do you think that Russell was in when he had the Facebook? uh, What did did he get? Oh, when he got kicked off. Yeah, he timed (laughs) timed out. I'm going to post this. Okay, he, he posted this in Facebook. And you can see that he was put on a time because of this picture, for because they called it what, what pornographic child, porno- right? child pornography. That child. is our cat Furlock. <laughs> it's our cat. Does he look so too cats sexy? Cats are pornographic now. Yeah, that's porn. <laughs> so they want cats to be wearing clothing now for future fo- photos. <laughs> well, I just think it's an indication that the AI has also gone nuts. <laughs> oh, I do too, Nancy. I do too. <laughs> this is the kind of weird shit we've had ha- happening uh, all week. Except for when I'm in my quiet space. When I have to come out of there into this shotgun craziness, it gets crazy like like that russell getting kicked off facebook 
because his cat is considered child pornography. <laughs> it sounds like you're living in a version of that movie Cool World where everything was like this. It. Oh my gosh. I never heard of it before. Oh, it, uh, <laughs> it, uh, it had uh, these actors, Gabriel Byrne and Kim, Kim Basinger. Uh, and half of the movie is in cartoon because Cool World is another dimensional world, but everybody is a cartoon. So the the character of King Basinger, she was a cartoon and she wanted to be human. So she came onto this world. So in order to be here and stay here, she wanted to seduce Gabriel Byrne because he was a cartoonist. So he was like the door to get through. So Cool World was a nightmare. It was it was all made up of uh, cartoon characters. So it was a nightmare within a nightmare within a nightmare. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. <laughs> I'm learning that when I have to come back to the shotgun place, uh, that I really have to take some deep breaths and relax and just remember I'm just in the crazy place at this moment in time. Can you choose, like, let's say you go into your quiet space, and before you leave your quiet space, can you say, I choose the highest reality for the divine good of all right here, right now, and then when you get up and open up the door, and you walk through the door... You have that experience. That sounds more like dying. I don't like that one. <laughs> no, Can you just I just ask the posse to stabilize. That, to stabilize that would you be. The... Well, I was just thinking you choose your reality. Yeah, but I was Christ, just thinking, Christia. My my real reality that I want to be like you described is crossing over. Oh, that's where Nancy's. What she's trying to say. If oh. I do that, I could have the possibility of crossing over and staying this time. <laughs> well, but if ascension really is, a, if, if, if we're really ascending and we really are in this going to the higher dimensions, aren't we supposed to be able to ascend in the physical without dying? So, well, well but I don't want to. I don't want to stay here. I want to leave my body behind and get the new body. And I don't want to stay here, Christia. I'm tired of this place. I want to go home. Okay. I really, I want to go home. But I try to fight to stay here. Because right now the kids need me here. I mean... With Annette, Annette had to have another stint put in, uh, emergency type situation. So that was uh, last week. Was, no, that was this, I don't know. It was last Thursday, I think. And uh, she also had had a trip booked for a long time to go to Michigan for her uh, childhood friend's son's wedding that went off today. 
but she got out of the hospital the day before uh, the flight was booked. And it was when she, the day she got out was the same day she had the procedure. But the procedure opens up her heart vessels enough that she can breathe. She can go back to living life without having struggles on breathing. So so the doctor didn't put any limits on her. And she's been doing wonderful. Uh, and Sherry got sick. And, and Shannon, her husband. And the, the little brat... Even though we have had talk upon talk upon talk about this COVID crap and the testing, she went and got tested. And Who of did? course it came back positive. Who got tested? My daughter, Sherry. Oh. And she knows better. But it's her choice. I can't really do anything more than what I done for her and for Shannon um, it's their choice and so I'm just going to relax and let it be what it is I'm learning that I am not in charge of anything <laughs> I mean you're not responsible for anything that's neat <laughs> yeah but sometimes I would like it better if I was because I would make it nicer. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just been one thing after another when I'm in the crazy part. But I have to slip back to the shotgun world um, because of things that happen be that are in the crazy world. And I need to be able to communicate with the people in, in the crazy world. In the calm, peaceful, beautiful world, I can communicate with the beings there, too. And it's nice. Um, so I can go back and forth, and there's an in-between uh, that gives me a little... Uh, Second to get ready for the for the crazy one. It's I don't interesting know. that it's interesting uh, what you're describing between the crazy world and the peaceful world because that's exactly what Anelia Benz is doing a class on teaching people how to navigate the split. Oh, because really? that's what people are doing. Some people are you know some people are choosing to stay in the nice place. Other people are suffering with the old place. So. She she's calling the classes navigating the the split because pe people are experiencing more and more they're they're not they're they're not in the old reality anymore right so yeah right I mean we may be I may be uh, uh, participating with the old reality but I'm not living the old reality I don't know how to say that. Well, it's like picking up the phone and calling uh, another another reality. Instead of calling another country, you're calling another reality. So obviously, when you speak to the, those people on that phone call, 
is going to be red, sort of sound radically different than what you want or what you're used to, because that's exactly what's happening. I mean, where if you meet in person with these people, I mean, it's like, wow, where are these people coming from? <laughs> Nothing that they say makes any sense. So it it in a way it kind of reminds me of uh, growing up as a kid. Nothing made sense to me. The the thing the choices that people made, the things they said, you had to do. Nothing made sense. Not nothing made sense. It's just this. Is, this is insanity. I, I, I could not understand how anything got done. Yeah. Nothing made sense. A lot of us who come here are like that. You're not the only <laughs> one, Walt. So don't think yourself as being crazy. You're not the only one. A lot of others think. Well, as they're growing up, they think, why? Why? And the, and then you start thinking, am I crazy? What's the deal here? <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand that, yes. <laughs> but anyway, I'm glad you're feeling better, Christia. Thank you. You're welcome. Did you, did Christy, as a kid, did, were you an odd person out, or were you pretty accepted? Oh, um, I had lots of different friends in lots of different groups, meaning, I guess you would say I was accepted, because I, I, like, I sought out church from a very early age, so I was kind of nerdy, in the sense that I, I sought out church. I was in puppet group. Um, I was part of youth group. I was in 4-H. Um, what is that? 4-H is uh, health, heart, hands. Uh, let's see, health, heart, hands. It's um, uh, it's a FF. Uh, it's like uh, Future Farmers of America. Like you, if you took 4-H. There was different categories in the summer, and you took your whatever to the county fair, and you got judged. And then if you got a blue ribbon uh, or blue ribbon with a star or grand champion, then you went to state. So I did, like, eight years of, like, food. So, like, you had to have, like, six perfect little cookies, and that was, like, the first year. Um, I took photography. Um, it was kind of for the country, like country i guess country folk like some people took cattle like you raised a cow from birth and then you took it and um people and you killed you know, it no 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 they judged it like oh. you know like how was it does it have you know good eyes good ears good like horses um sheep uh i didn't do any i didn't do any livestock stuff i did like um, like recycled arts, like I made things out of recycled materials. Um, like for example, this silly, uh, uh, what you put Christmas cards in. I made a reindeer out of a, um, a popsicle sticks, uh, a, a big uh, bleach bottle that I cut. And then you could, and I, the way I cut it 
he had um, a little pocket inside of him where you put your Christmas cards and um, googly eyes. I mean, it was silly. Um, let's see what else was 4-H. And then there was 4-H camp, and I went to church camp. And I went to music art and drama camp um, from the time I was like sixth grade all the way up to my senior year in high school. And music art and drama camp, um, of course, I was there for the art part. But we had a whole week uh, where, like, the theater people and the music people put on a, a musical. And they had a, a week to get it all together. And then the art people did, like, the backdrops. But we also had an art show. So we had to make art. Um, Let's see. And in school, in, like, high school, what did I do? I was I was vice president of my senior class. It wasn't until my junior year that I was kind of popular, I guess. Um, and that was because I had a party. Um, I was never... I came from a really, really small town, and I was really naive. And uh, I know, like, most people have, like, drinking stories and other kind of stories. Um, but I didn't partake any of that stuff um, until the summer between my junior and senior year I went to this art college thing and I met some people <laughs> anyway I drank a beer or drank two beers or whatever and anyway I had a party at my house and it turned it turned into one of those 80s uh, you know I mean, like a like literally a bad movie. And I. So you were introduced to Mr. Bot. <laughs> well, there, yeah, there was that there, but mostly it was um, older kids selling liquor out of our liquor cabinet, and like people running around half naked and in the pool, and um, people. I mean, it was just crazy. And what I found out later was the neighbors, because uh, my parents were gone, the neighbors just watched it. Um, they thought I deserved to have a little party because my parents were always so strict. Oh, my gosh. I, I got in trouble. Um, so and... you were consorting with the devil. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. Tell, tell the truth like it is. <laughs> but, I, I again, I was very naive. And I wasn't, I was passed out for most of the debauchery. Um, you know, my two beers, that was it. And again, I didn't really. Uh, so anyway, that put me on the radar of being, quote unquote, um, cool. popular. But it wasn't something I, I just had different friends in different categories. I was friends with different groups of people, but I didn't really, I wasn't really in a particular group because I was also an art student. So I don't know. I just, I tended to talk to everybody. So they were getting you ready for your present day life. Yeah. <laughs> you have to talk to everybody. Yeah. You have to get along with everybody. Yeah. Because I, I would say that I have different friends. Throughout this whole, um, you know, like the last um, few political years, 
I have people on every spectrum. I have friends in extremes on each extreme. And um, they don't understand how I can be friends with, of course, each extreme. But I'm neither here nor there in its extreme. And I, I just see it from a different perspective. So I, I'm fine with people in whatever they choose to. I, I'm not, it's not my place to judge where they are or what they believe. Um, because everybody, you know, like right now, Dolly's got three realities going on. Um, that's a lot. And I don't, I'm, I think she's doing amazing handling it all because I don't, I don't know that I could do all that. Um, so I do her. get tired. I was going to say, bless you. I, I don't <laughs> know how you're surfing all that. So God bless you and the angels helping you and God and the highest divine good of all helping you because, you know, we all got our stuff, but. Are, you, are the posse at least helping you get not get lost in so many changes and different realities? All right. I don't know how to answer that. I don't want the posse interfering with the experiences that I came to Earth to learn. So out of respect for my wish like that, they stay out of the way. Unless I get really to a place where I think I can't do it alone and I will ask for help. But that is very, it isn't very often because I am so determined to do this as much as I can on my own. The posse's there. If I need them, I know they are. Uh, my angels are watching over me. I know they are because I have interacted with them physically and and I hear them uh, and I see that they have influenced something that has prevented me from getting hurt. I can see all this interaction. But they're letting me do do whatever comes my way to experience it. I don't like to bring them in. I like to do it on my own. There was when I was growing up. There was this saying: "I'd rather do it myself, mother," and that's what. That's the way I, I can express it. I'd rather do it myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's a good idea. So it was your decision, not somebody else's. Yeah. And maybe I'm learning something now that I wouldn't have to learn at a different time. Well, as long as they're keeping you from blowing up your head, then, then you're okay. Yeah. 
Well, I think it's in the uh, Course of Miracles. They say in uh, the, the the transition time, I don't like to call it the end times, but the transition time, um, we'll actually be aware of 10 different, I think they use the word dimensions, but I think that Walt would, and I kind of, well, I do agree with, with the concept of density. We change densities of energy. It's not like dimensions. It's all the same. It's just that you're in a different <clears throat> energy frequency. And, so the, and the reason they don't they don't uh, they they don't overlap is because the, the the densities are different, and you only experience it depending on where you are frequency wise. If you're in a high frequency like Dali is, you get to see it, the different ones. But if you if, if you're a low frequency person, you will only experience one. If, in fact, if you tell them that this is what I'm seeing, the first thing is, OK, let's get the padded wagon. This guy is like bonkers because I'm not seeing anything. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> so they don't it's not like they they overlap and you're going to see people walking through other people. No, it's not going to work that way. It's, it'll it'll all be depending on your frequency. Now, luck, lucky, lucky for Dolly, she gets to see at least three. But so she's got uh, what seven? According to you, seven more to go. Not according to me. Not according to me. Miracles. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was um, the keys of Enoch between one of the two. Um, but I found that that concept of you know being in ten different ones was like how? Oh my God, that's got to be confusing. <laughs> You know, but um, Christia, so do you want to do you want to get into some really interesting stuff that we call interology? You call what? Interology, the study of energy. Sure. <laughs> you don't sound real positive. I don't know what it is, so. Oh, oh OK, OK. Um Obviously, you could have just been, this is what I heard. Well, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't, I, it, I, it's not read. Like, I know we talk about similar terms and we use different words, but whatever you just said, I don't, I, I, I've never even heard. Oh, you didn't read my book then or heard most of my radio programs because we've been talking about the concept of everything is energy and that what we need to do is study energy in order to understand reality. And so I termed it enterology back in the 80s. Oh, I call yeah, I, I guess I see it as everything's a frequency. So that's well, not, yeah, yeah, energy is frequency, frequency, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So anyway, we want to start this center where people come together and they trade no proprietary knowledge. You just what what you know or what you think you share with everybody else and we'll see where it goes. So we've been talking about this started a couple of weeks ago and we've been talking about, you know, well, what, how are we going to do it? And then it kind of fell off a little bit, you know, wasn't trending anymore. But then I noticed that and I, I put some. Can you see uh, uh, you probably don't look at the radio chat, do you? No. OK, I'm going to put in this chat. A photograph so that you can see it. And it's a collage of, of different pictures, really. Okay, let me see. We're doing this. 
I'd forgotten that you you don't go into the chat. Okay, shows. Okay. Uh, sorry, people. Be right with you. Okay. Nope, not that one. I need. Okay, I've decided to call this Gaia's device. And um, when you click on that, Christia, make sure you don't accidentally kick yourself off of, of Skype. Don't hit the X in the right-hand corner. Hit escape if you want to come away from looking at that picture. I've done that to myself a number of times. But um, can you open it up? There is nothing. Yeah, it's not posted yet, Nancy. I didn't post it yet. Sorry about oh. that. All right, there, there it is, right? You yeah. See it Okay. Yeah, I, I think I've seen this. Don't you no, have this on your website? Well, not really. <laughs> I don't think so. But oh, it looks familiar. Well, yeah, because some of these devices are the same thing. It was okay. So what happened was that the at the bottom in the left hand corner, you're going to see these two things that have these long poles in them. Those are cloud busters. And one is Walt's in Minnesota, and the other one is mine here in Miami. And I detected that mine was not working. So I got, well, I actually was walking by it and got angry and turned around and smacked it, and it fell over, and all this water poured out of it. So that led me on live radio to talk to Walt and say, hey, Walt, you know, what's happening with my eagle? And so then he writes me back the next day and says, um, uh, I asked the pendulum if Gaia was not preventing it from working. And she said, yes, <laughs> it said yes. And um, you need to talk to Gaia. And so now I'm a little pit pissed off because he's trying to blame it on me. It's my fault. <laughs> That's why the angle isn't working. But um, I've worked with Walt for a long time. And, you know, most of the time he's right. Well, almost all the time he's right. So anyway, so I, I said, OK, well, let me just sit with this thing. And I did. I had to do a whole bunch of different things with the with the, uh, the Cloudbuster itself, the Eagle itself, but it still wasn't turning on. And so I said, "What am I missing?" And in, into my head comes the, the this image of the Surya resonator, which is captured the fifth dimension or fifth density sun, the the energy coming off the sun right now that we are prevented from getting because of all the crap they put in the atmosphere. So I stuck that on top of my eagle. And then I messaged Walt to ask his pendulum if what I just did, I didn't tell him what I did, if what I just did is something that guy wanted. And um, he came back and he said yes. And so then I sent him the picture. So then he gets involved in it and he gets the direction to put a sun resonator or a Siri resonator on top of his device. Which he does, and then and, and I could spend hours on this. We've done, uh, I don't know, three or four hours already on, on this whole process. It, it was truly an amazing series of events. But what happened was that um, 
we decided that we probably needed a third device to do whatever was needed. Both of us were being prompted to that. So he, he tells me, see if Derek um, has got those little, and they're called uh, Silver Shungi, well, uh, Orgon devices. And in the top, uh, in the first of the series of pictures, you'll see it. it's that one that looks almost, well, it's a hexagon. And he said, see if he's got six of them. So he did have six of them. And so in the next picture, you see the six were put together. And in the middle of the, I, I, I thought we had a picture looking down, it, but we don't. Um, but in the middle of it, when you put them together like that, is another hexagon that's created. And he put the Syria, because we knew that he had a Syria resonator. That was why we went to him. Now, the next picture on the top on the right, it, you, you, what's happening is that uh, Derek was was taking a picture looking straight down into the Siri resonator. And I mean, it's just amazing the energy that comes off of these things, although some people didn't feel the energy. <laughs> but anyway, um, so then he we're sitting there, we're talking, we're wondering what's happening, you know, talking about the energies and stuff. And then he picks up this obelisk, this 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 wand thing, this that he made out of resin and uh, shungite silver. And he put, if you see the first picture in the second row, you you see that he put a copper pipe in the middle of it, and then he made it. And the next picture to the right, looking down the tip, you can still see just the edge of the copper and that little white in the center is is an air bubble from what the processing it ended up being he thinks it's an air bubble so he puts that on top of the gizmo we've already got and that's in the next picture you'll see that and then right next to it you've got one looking down at it and so we're talking 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 and then he see, he, see, he sees this this geometric shape of the c60 puts that on top of that and now we've got another different one and you can go down to the to the last thing and you'll see what it looks like looking down at it and then we were on live radio on the shungite reality on tuesday and he's, he's still sitting with a device in front of him and all of a sudden he picks up this thing that you now see sitting on the tip of the of the wand so to speak um a pendant that is in the shape of a C60, but I think this is one of the gold-plated ones. And now in the last picture, you can see looking down at it. Okay, so when he did this thing, when we put the, when we started talking about the energies, just as the show, the show was just beginning. In the area right behind him, over 200 businesses lost their power just lost their power. So, um, it's, it was an, to me, that was an indication of the power that these, these devices actually have. They, they've done things like, I've made energy devices and then, you know, crazy ass things like, I made this device under guidance. I wasn't in my, I just was following directions. And again, it was piecing together pieces of, of stuff that had already been done. And 
putting them together, it was like you got these these pieces of a puzzle. You didn't even realize it was a puzzle. And you start to put them together. They all fit. And all of a sudden, you've got a powerful energy device. And when it happened, the first time, the most, well, the, the most stunning time it happened was when um, they started getting, uh, putting warnings on the television to everybody get undercover because there was a freak electric storm happening in a, well, in an area that's about, I don't know how many miles, it's about, if you were to drive in a circle for an hour, for about an hour, you'd, you'd be in this whole area that was all of a sudden a thousand electric strikes per minute. They, they were freaking out all over the place. And somebody who knew I had started this thing up called me and said, I think you better <laughs> better turn on your TV. And as soon as I saw it, I ran out and disconnected it and it stopped. Um, but that was the, they, they show you these like uh, uh, pats on the back. See how powerful, see how powerful these things are. These things are real. And I think that that was what was demonstrated. Um, and then was it the next day, Walt, that you got an inkling to do more? Oh, yeah. Okay, I want you to explain what you did then, because I don't even have the pictures. He has the pictures, but it, 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 as the story progressed, we began to understand more of what this whole point was. Okay, so go ahead. Okay, uh, we've... I think I spoke about it before because uh, Dolly is the one who gave me input uh, on the on the power one. There's a device that I have, which I made well back in 2004, based on uh, the original design by Don Croft, which which is a device called the power one, and it's meant to, to emit a beam of uh, scalar energy, and it was meant uh, Don Croft's initial concept was meant as a defensive offensive device to protect against you know uh, the uh what do you call it the uh, uh influence of the of the cabal you know when to protect people when they're being attacked energy wise so uh i remember at the time i was learning anything every anything and everything that i could get my hands on about organite so I ended up making uh, this device, but as the years passed, and especially when I got in hold of uh, Nancy and learned about uh, Shungite, I took the time and trouble to incorporate Shungite into the design. And then as, as more work got done, uh, the device changed. I put uh, a reflective dish on it, so it kind of looks like a, like a radar dish. Uh, but um, uh, the the last thing was an input, the input from Dolly, because Dolly got information from her posse that it was not a hundred percent. It was working, but it was not a hundred percent complete. So Dolly told me what to get in order to make the device complete, uh, which I did. And the thing that got to uh, made me think Nancy said when she started uh, when she added the Surya resonator to her device which that made me do the same thing for mine uh, she mentioned that 
this this needed to be done because they were tampering with the energies. So it sounds like write-off interference when she said it that way. I I I kept that in the back of my mind that, that, that there was some level, some kind of tampering with the energy. That's why the cloud buster or the eagles weren't doing their work, which is to balance the energies between earth and sky. So thinking along those lines, I thought, okay, it would be great if we if I if I could if something could be done to protect the the work of these cloud busters. So I thought, okay, what if we add the uh, cloud buster to the uh, the to this this grid of these devices that are uh, with the uh, Derek's that would make be the third one that's added to the system. So uh, I thought of doing that, but there was something else. And I remember that in the in the garage in my workshop. I have a, like, it's called a purple plate. Uh, the first time these things were, this is this goes way back to 1990s. Uh, some people credit them to. Um, I have a purple plate. I have a purple plate. There you go. I from, knew you would. <laughs> from the 90s. I have a purple plate from the 90s. I know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. And if you douse them, one side is negative, the other side is positive. So. People would put food over them, yes, crystals, yes. and they would charge them. So what I thought of doing is I, I put the plate on the ground, on the floor. Uh, on top of the plate, I put the picture of Derek's device. And on top of that, the power wand. So then the, the entire thing is, is sitting there. Uh, so it's, it's receiving the energy from the plate and the energy from the photo. Uh, therefore, it's incorporating the output of the power wand to the three Suri resonators and, and the three uh, cloud busters. And my intention was to protect the system, set this up to, to protect, make the system invulnerable and uh, it's, it's uh, what do you call it, invulnerable and attack proof so and i also made sure that that kind of protection uh, extended throughout town so if they wanted to tamper with the system it didn't matter if they wanted if they wanted to tamper in the past in the present or in the future the system it was protected it was protective out of time so it, they couldn't go back in time and play and, and interfere with it and i also made sure that it was protected in all the timelines where the where the um, the eagles are present because obviously there will be timelines that where the eagle is not there so we're going to ignore those so, so my that, interpretation mm -hmm. is that the purple power of the seventh ray which is the okay in, in this is esoteric book i won't tell you much about it because i don't remember much except the message you got the ages, so you had the sixth age with Jesus, and Jesus could ground the yellow ray. Now we're into the Aquarian age with Saint Germain being the Kohan. Jesus was the Kohan of the golden ray. This is the purple ray, and it's Saint Germain. And the purple ray was so powerful that one human being couldn't hold it and ground it. They'd burn up. So what's happened is that, Saint, according to this book, 
that Saint Germain is taking the purple energy in like a trans a transformer. It's stepping it down and then passing it on to certain people within the earth plane that then step it down more. But now they've given us a grounding ability through these devices. So the whole exercise that we went through was probably to ground the purple ray. What it, what's your impressions on that story, it's Christia? Well, you can't been, use the word crazy. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think it's crazy at all. I've been working with the 12 rays since the early 2000s. Um, and there are different points around the earth. And uh, St. Germain is the violet flame. Uh, I, 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 I know that there, this is what I do know. There's different, different spiritual things, but there's, we're talking about the same thing. I guess different spiritual terminologies. Um, and I just think it's cool that Walt knows about the purple plate from the 90s. And yes, I see it. That's amazing. I just, I'll do my own purple plate thing. Cause yeah, I, take, it, take it out. It might, uh, it might be. Well, even... it's always out. It's in my art room. The purple well, plate's always in my art room, and I have a grid. I usually have a grid, a crystal grid on it. Right now, it's Shungite, Herkimer's, uh, with the Mer uh, Merkaba, uh, not Merkaba, um, Metatron's cube, uh, sacred geometry. And I had sent a picture. There's a necklace I wear every day, and I sent a picture of that uh, sacred geometry. Uh, which is similar to the 360. Um, but it's a little bit different. You say, you sent it in the chat here on. Yeah. Uh, I wore oh, that. At, I've wore that since 2000. It was made by a, a sacred geometry artist. Uh-huh. And. Um, it's three. It's, you know, it's three dimensional. Um, I just think it's fascinating, and I've known about Oregon and Cloudbusters for a long, long time, and I think what you guys are doing is just, it's, it's like the next level. It's listening to your intuition, following, it, it's kind of Nikola Tesla in the way it, the way you guys are working it. It just feels... It feels like next fifth dimensional energy. I really like it. I like the way it feels. I like what it's doing. It's exciting to me because I feel like you're always going to be adjusting it or shifting it as you dial in, as the fifth dimension is dialed in. And it's kind of yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, Walt asked me, is this the end of this? And, and I hear this guy's voice say, oh, no, there's more to come, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, this is this is the beginning of some really interesting. Yes. That are the more be open you guys are, 
there could be several of these things. You could send them out to different areas in the different earth, you know, different people because the cosmic reality reaches people all over the earth. Oh, we've actually got eagles, two in Massachusetts, one in Britain, Minnesota, Miami, and one in California with other yeah. other see the eagle is has got a, a, an extra energy in the, into it which got them the eagles but there's been cloudbusters that Walt's been making and they're there's they're they're around too so there's a lot of them yeah i just i feel like um this is uh, it's it, it, as much as it's gaia technology it's et technology um it's cosmic technology. Yeah, it's harnessing ancient as well as uh, future. It's ancient and futuristic all at the same time. It It's really, again, I see multiple things. And again, just the beginning. And... Eventually, I know you already make things for people to wear, but I could easily see how that is, the top of that is like three. Uh, doesn't that have a name in goddess, like the three, like it's Celtic, isn't that special, the, those three wa- waves? Those three oh, you know, the triskelion, the triskelion. Yes, I couldn't think of that. I couldn't think of how to say it. Each, each one is the measure of the Shanghai spirit spiral. Because what I what I did is I, I doused, um, I using my dowsing, I asked what was uh, to give me a length of of metal that made into a coil uh-huh. would produce the same signature energy as the Shanghai, and that's how the Shanghai spirit spiral was born. But this came to mind, and I thought, okay, what if I made three spirals where one feeds the next one? It's very Um, ancient, ancient goddess. It's primordial. It's ancient goddess. It's ancient. Um, And it's like, it's it's helping uh, uh, the foundation of the fifth dimension to... uh, be as solidified as it can be. The fifth dimension is not going to be as it is and isn't going to be as solid as this current dimension but this particular thing, this ancient goddess um, is prim- again, it's primordial and it is helping ground the new beginning. The new and uh, according to Dolly, her um, her posse explained that uh, the three vortices created by the design actually help to pull away negative energies. So the the device is actually doing two things. From the center, it's projecting energy, but at the same time, these three these three coils are producing vortices where negative energy is being sucked out, being moved to where it's supposed to go where it's supposed to be treated and transmuted. So it's actually doing two things. It's not just projecting energy. It's also helping negative energies or energies that shouldn't be here 
to go to their right and proper place. Right, and that violet plate neutralizes them immediately. So mm-hmm. nothing leaves that little area. It like it. It's kind of like those spirals are like you know, like a bug. Like, and if you're in the woods, a bug zapper at night. You know what a bug zapper is? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like a bug zapper for negativity, but it's also a generator for the new. That's exciting. Okay, let's take a break, and um, when we come back, um, we'll talk more about this, maybe. I don't know what we'll do, but we'll be right back. Craig Stewart. Whoops, what's this? I got the wrong one on. What happened to it? Uh, uh, This is interesting. There we go.
And welcome to the second hour of the Say What Show. It's July 23rd, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard and Walt Silva and Christia coming slack. And Christia, you finished off by a description of what you were seeing. And that was actually what I was seeing when Derek and I were, he was at his place and he had an office full of all these wonderful little trinkets that he was putting together, these pieces of the puzzle. And one of the things that um, I was very aware of is suddenly was that, well, it was when he put the um, the C60 uh, frame over it, uh, that everything in the shop where, I mean, he's got the biggest metaphysical or mineral collection that I know of, all of a sudden <clears throat> did this energy, they just shifted to, a pristine primal energy form the form that they create was they were created in and that all of the negative and crapola energy that has been they've been subjected to through millions and millions of years just disappeared and it was like you say a primal energy and when i was working with um the eagle itself I felt a tremendous amount of grounding in the system that hadn't been there before. So um, we could call it the zapper, but I think I'll keep calling it the Gaia device. <laughs> but my question to you guys, and you can comment on what I just said also, of course, um, is what, what does this mean? What do you know about the purple power? What, what, what got you two to get, invest in this purple power plate? Back in the 90s. Walt? Christia? Um, I got grandfathered into the purple plate. Meaning, when I bought my store, my metaphysical bookstore, there was a lady that had two, the store had two purple plates. They came with the store. I knew that they were special. So I took one home and then the other one I had on my crystal table because I we sold a crap load of crystals. Um, I had I would just arrange grids on the purple plate every day and I had this lady come in and she said I want to buy your purple plate and I said she said I know there's a purple plate in here I want to buy it. And I said, well, it's not for sale. Um, and, and, and I said, and I don't know what I'd charge you because I've never sold one. And it came with the store. I ended up selling it to her because um, she just she just would not leave without buying the purple plate. So uh, now that was before Google. This is the late 90s. So I just had to name a price and I have no idea what I sold it to her for. Um, but we agreed on the price, and then she took it. But I, um, that's how I got my purple plate. And nobody really ever told me about the purple plate. I just knew it was special. And, like, Walt just told me one side's negative, one side's positive. I had no idea. So Walt probably knows way more about the purple plate than I do. That's me and the purple plate. 
<laughs> okay, Walt. Is Walt here? Sorry, my mic was muted. Oh, I, I, I can't understand how that can happen. <laughs> yes, it never happens to you, thank goodness. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I learned about the purple plates from uh, the lady that I was helping with the rife machine. At the time, I had my home-built rife machine, and this lady was... She used to be secretary to the regional manager of the Argentine airline uh, passenger service that had the offices in in um, in this in New York City, and I remember uh, I, I because I would go visit their offices because I would do the computer support on the offices. Uh, that's we we got into a conversation because. Uh, she initially was interested in ozone to help her with the uh, candida. Uh, the lady was in, I think, close to her, the 50s, and she, ever since she was 11 years old, she had this major candida infection, and she never got away, never got over it because the the candida was so pervasive. It was actually in her bloodstream, so she was really very militaristic when it came to her diet. I mean, she made sure that she had no no sugars in her diet and she had to watch what she ate and how she ate it was and that's how she kept it in check but she never was able to overcome it so i helped her with the rife machine by exposing her to frequencies for candida and in a matter of i treated her like three times a day three times a week and after the third month uh she went to the doctor and her blood work came back clear she was able to after after decades of dealing with this stuff she was able to be free from it so she had this plate at home she had uh, her nutrients and things that she had she had them over the plate and she told me the story how it was meant to give you energy and energize whatever you put on it so she gave me the plate so like christy <laughs> i ended up inheriting it i didn't go out to buy it so much like her, she ended up inheriting her with, from the store. <laughs> and I do, I knew that, that they sell it in different sizes. There are small ones that look like a credit card. And then there's the, the standard ones, which is like about a foot square or, or a foot and a half square. Um, Mine looks you, exactly like yours. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe it. Mine but you do, <laughs> yeah. you do have to douse them. They, they are positive on one side, negative on the yeah, other. Yeah, I'll have to figure that out because I had no idea. And again, I just use it. I've always just put crystal grids on it. Mm -hmm. And um, and like I said, I got a big crystal grid on it now of Shungite and Herkimer Diamonds and uh, a Golden Healer Ray crystal and... I, I, I can't remember what else is on there, but that's what I know for sure. But it's, Are you next to an open window? No. Oh, sorry. I've got a fan. I have a little fan because um, oh. I am so it's so hot. <laughs> I, I am. I'm like sweating. <laughs> don't don't you worry. Are, you are in Georgia after all. Um, it's so hot here. It's, I just um, saw it as a as a as you were sitting on a porch and the wind was blowing in your oh, hair. I apologize. <laughs> it's I have not a tiny little um, 
<laughs> it's a tiny little automated fan that you can actually add. It, it doesn't have any water in it right now, but you can actually add water to it and you can squirt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you can squirt yourself in it and some water comes out of it. It's like an adult, um, you know, fun little, it, it's, it's for adults, but I can see how kids would love it too. But you just squirt yourself and it cools yourself down. Because it's been brutal here. It's just brutal. Okay, do you remember where you were in your story? You can keep the fan on because I don't want you melting. Oh, yeah. So that, I apologize. So I just had to. Oh, no, you can't apologize for the weather. Yeah, it's just woo. But um, I just thank you. It, it's so funny how, you know, the purple plate is we're talking about this purple plate from the 90s and i wanted to say too that um i listen on xfinity there's music choices like music radio that just play music and there's a one that's called soundscapes and they play different um you know new agey music it's usually music without voice it's like crystal bowls and wind chimes and Tibetan bowls and flutes and that kind of thing. Some Native American. Uh, but what's interesting is lately I've been noticing the music they've been playing is from the 90s. Metaphysical music from the 90s. And I thought, how interesting is that? Because I recognize some of it. You know, because there wasn't that much in you know, the late 90s, um, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, metaphysical music. And what there was, I mean, I got a lot of free samples sent to the store. So I know most of it. It's not like, again, there wasn't Google or, um, you know, Apple Music and all that That's very interesting because I think the timelines are, are collapsing. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, well, they've been doing this for a while. I think there's. Wait, there's I didn't understand what you said. The time what? Is the timelines. The timelines are collapsing. Oh, okay. In other words, the timeline of the '90s, which we were on, Christy and I, is converging with this one they, they've intermingled they did they actually converged a while back but it seems like the 90s mindset that we had is beginning to dominate what's happening over here or i shouldn't say over here because i think we're in a third see i think there's a third reality where those two kind of merge together so that we have an understanding of an awful timeline and an understanding of how the Lottie Two Shoes timeline that we were on in the 90s wasn't the best best vehicle for learning. You have, have to have a little adversity in your experiences to really understand. And I think that I know a lot more about a lot of things because of the impetus from this timeline that we jumped back in 2000 um and but now i see that i've been watching this 
it was like when when my yard and this was how long ago irma it was the hurricane her irma and it took down a hundred trees and the the this incredible ficus that was oh you know was overlooking you know about an eighth of the 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 acre it was huge and that came down and when everything got cleared out and stuff um both myself and then somebody said to me, I, she said, I don't understand this, but now your yard feels like it was in the 90s. And I said, I know, I felt about the same thing. And then Sandy, who pays more attention to stuff than I do, she said, did you notice that it was the young trees that have come down, not the ones that were originally here? So it was like even the property was landscaped to enhance the feeling of the 90s in my opinion and so that was you know probably well Irma I don't know at least six years ago maybe I don't know and I'm only saying six years because it feels more like four years but every time I say that I've missed two years so I'm just adding it and <laughs> you know what I'm saying oh god so, but I still go back to what do you suppose that this means that the purple ray is now grounded? You've been doing, you know, grid work with her, with that energy for decades. Now, what do you suspect happens when it's on a, in a, in a, the concept of the biosphere of Gaia herself? Well, I think, woohoo! My first impression is like, yeah! But honestly, it's never been grounded like this before. So, we don't know. You know, a lot of the things that we're going through, if humans have never specifically gone these particular things. So it, it, there is no blueprint. There's no, uh, uh, you know, this is the only way or this is the right way. Or there is no uh, precedence before because humans have never done this particular thing but, but i think even i know that's that's 100 percent true but i think something can be said that we've always been oscillating back and forth because there's always well if this happens there's a possibility of a negative timeline asserting itself no i think that's over and done with the possibility of a negative timeline showing rearing its ugly head is over yeah I, I think this this means this is it. This is that this is the positive timeline. There's yes. no going back to anything. Yes, and there, but there's still, even though this is the good timeline and the positive timeline, there's still chaotic energy that needs to be cleared and dealt with, and people, as much as, uh, you know, Earth is a free will zone, whatever you want to say, people need to be responsible. For their own energy, and uh, and and clean up their stuff. I think it, the the more people can clean up their thought forms, their energy, the sooner we can, you know, lightning fast forward. Because I, I think I think most people are um, opening and awakening and. I think people are really, uh, and then there's some people who are not, and they never will be, and that's okay. 
There's some people who don't want to, you know, it's too much for them. It's too much. Yeah, 31% of the people still think Biden is a good president. <laughs> oh. So that's that's your that's your 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 where you're at now. Um did I cut you off? I just all of a sudden No, I, I mean I just, what the number is it's thirty one percent if they think that dude is still, you know, in charge that's of That's sad you know. to me because he's I mean, I again I don't watch the news, but what little bit I see he he doesn't seem to have all his facilities. Maybe the thirty one percent is not real people but bots like Twitter. Ninety percent of the uh, of the uh, of the readership is actually is actually bots, not actual people. Maybe the thirty-one percent are not actual people; they're just well, bots. <laughs> if you look at if you look at the percentage of people looking at CNN, NBC, 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 all of them together, okay, they don't even take a, a compare to what Tucker's audience is. And Tucker, this last, was it last night, I think, or maybe the night before, maybe it was last night, he actually went into the um, adverse reactions to the vaccines. And last he, what was it last night? And, and he, sum- he went into a little of it the night before, too. Yeah, that's, yeah, he sort of set the stage. Um, and what he concluded was that based on, the data that was released by Germany on their adverse reactions and the much greater population of the United States, that 100,000 people have had very severe adverse reactions to this vaccine. So his question, he always, he's, he, he, he doesn't give you positions so much as questions. And his questions were like, shouldn't somebody be talking about this? Why are you still trying to take it and give it to children? Why are you trying to make people take something that has got such a high advert? I mean, he just went into it with, you know, sound, sounded like one of us. And the who the who was it? I'm trying to think. It was Banyan. Okay, Banyan is a guy that just got convicted of uh, being guilty of not going to Congress when they demanded that he be there. But he said something very very interesting last night, Dolly. I wonder if you caught it. He said, yes, he said, of course, they're trying to censor us. And he said, they're trying to get you off the air to Tucker. Oh, and yeah, Tucker, I got it. Yeah. And Tucker was like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. Oh, I I didn't get that. Why would he say yeah. that? He didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. But his body reaction was, oops, we don't oh, want that. Oh. We don't want to promote that. It wasn't like he was surprised that Bannon had said it as being a fact, but his reaction was, oh, we don't want that out there because he didn't say anything about it. He just, you know, completely ignored Lost that. Lost over it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, the the stakes are getting higher, but so isn't so isn't Fox audience. And if if you just look at the numbers, you, you realize that. Three quarters of the people that are out there watching television and looking for the news are listening to Tucker. And even Fox, Tucker and Gutfeld and, and Waters and, you know, a few of the others that are absolutely in the, in the know. And so you have a, a large percentage of people who are just keep listening to that other garbage. And I mean, like, it's not only that they get lied to, it's that they don't even get 
so they don't even get introduced to new stories. The congressman from New York running for governor had somebody attack him. And those, it was what, on, on MSNBC, 16 seconds worth of news at five in the morning. That's how they cover things. They don't cover it. And so people don't even know about it. It's, to me, it's a, a really good sign that, you know, everything is happening. And, and the people that have even left Fox, they're coming to the alternative networks. I mean, our, our numbers are growing. It's because more people are out there looking for the truth. So it's a good time to be alive. Unfortunately, the the uh, the attackers are, uh, have switched uh, their, their what do you call it their um, modus uh, operandi. Uh, no, the arena of operations. Now they're they're coming to the alternative news to attack people. Like for example, Nick was telling me uh, <clears throat> because you, you remember. I didn't care to listen to that guy Perez, and my pendulum said no, don't listen to him. And I got the same thing with uh, this that Megan Rose, uh, when the gentleman from uh, UK told me about her, and my pendulum said no, you know, don't listen. And it turned out it turned out to be true because the uh, she's, you know, she was abducted and so, so she was subjected to mind control. And she's attacking people that are really saying true things. And now this guy Perez is like saying, like Elena Danan was killed and she was replaced by a clone. So, and it's a total fabrication. The woman has told him to cease and desist in no uncertain terms. So first they start out saying the things that people want to hear. And then once they, they hook you in, then they reel you in and they start filling your head with with all these fabrications and all these exaggerations. And I and I said to Nick, well, that's now you know why I the, I douse the the stuff because I can't trust my ego. The ego is untrustworthy completely. So you have to you have to ask from another source. And uh, and I know you know our bodies are open to intelligent infinity. So I'm not. It's not like I'm asking my posse. You know what's the answer to this? Because in in most cases the posse doesn't want to answer certain questions, so I'm going to ask my body, and that's how I get it. Because now that, that now that they're they're realizing all the people that are going away from mainstream into the alternative, okay, now they're putting their sights on attacking the alternative. So they're coming up with all these presenters that are very attractive and very seductive, but they're a bunch of lies. Like for example. Uh, I I don't know if you're interested in 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 seeing that 30 minute clip about the uh, interview where the gentleman is talking about the someone who presents himself as being Cube and Simon Parks and Simon Parks is showing his true colors. He's actually working. In, he he insisted and he finally it's he got his way. He's working for the CIA. Because he's getting half a million dollars a year, so you know all these people—they—they—they they, seduce so many people into their movement, and this—this this is the reality of who they are. They're interested, like Anelia calls it, "poo," power over others. People that are still invested in that in that uh, agenda of power over others. What does Simon Parks have to offer 
to the CIA. <laughs> How much he loves himself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> How amazing he is, and, and and always always giving yourself airs. And I say, okay, and if that's if that's your, I mean, that's what you like. I mean, well, he was going to he was going to bring the med bed to everybody. Remember that the centers for oh. the med bed, and now Walt's got the med bed. <laughs> <laughs> not in the not in the med bed this concept, but in a different concept, but a scalar energy. And we got all these people out there that got scalar energy that don't need any med beds. So he lost his uh, let's say his financial stability with you know having control over everybody because they had to come to his place to get the med beds. That's when I really started getting off on him with this med bed thing. Christia, do you feel like doing any uh, music or do you want to take that, you know, time? I mean, I don't want you to do anything you don't feel comfortable with. with oh, too. I'm absolutely fine. I can do music. Call Kirtan. She's going to do shamanic Kirtan. Is that <laughs> is that what you call what I do? I was going to ask, well, what well, you think... Um, well, in India, kirtan is, is devotional singing. So, and then, and what, what you do is more of a shamanic nature than, than Indian. So, uh, I call it shamanic you for, kirtan. Thank you for saying that. Because <laughs> I've always, I've always struggled how to quote unquote label myself. So, I appreciate uh, you calling what I do shamanic because I do feel. Uh, I I just know it's it, it's different. I, I I don't know how else to. Well, you have long roots in the shamanic pathway. Mm. Yeah, I I guess I do, and that's kind of how I came to do what I do, really. So, um, yeah. So let's see what uh who and what would like to come through. All right, so angels, angels, angels. We ask that I be a clear, pure channel for people right now, Cosmic Radio right now. And we ask that um, Mother, Father, Divine God, Holy Father, Divine Mother, Holy Jesus, Holy Spirit, be with us. But I'm really feeling Gaia. I'm really feeling tree energy. I'm really feeling everyone to breathe and to remember, as this they're telling me to say, the violet ray being grounded is an opportunity for to help humans ground their own light, their own beautiful ray of light that is them. You don't have to in, reinvent yourself. You don't, you are, I'm here to remind you that you're just, you're just light. It, you, you don't have to take a special class. You don't, you don't have to do anything other than tune in to your own light and call it in if you don't feel it 
And by having your feet bare on the earth, connecting, grounding with Gaia, grounding with the tree's roots, the violet flame, the violet ray will help you. Because it's a spiritual ray. It's a high, high, high frequency of spiritual light. And it's there. It's right there. And you are more than worthy to ask for its assistance, to tune in. Remember your frequency and energy. Just tune in to yourself. Oh, ha, ho, ho, ha, ha, ho, ha, ho, ho, ha, ha. Hey, oh, hey, hey, oh, hey, 
Hail, Allow your beautiful light to have full access to your 3D human body. Your beautiful light. No interruptions. Your beautiful soul's light. The thing that makes you uniquely you. Has full access to your human consciousness. So you can tap into your Soul's consciousness, opening to your soul's path, your soul's way, following your guides, pay attention to nature. It's always speaking to you, birds, butterflies, bees. Centipedes, even flies. Spirit is always talking to you through different forms. Music on the radio. Strangers on the street. Pay attention. Increasing your consciousness is just increasing your awareness. That's all it is. Paying attention. By paying attention, you're increasing your awareness, your consciousness. By making conscious choices, 
you're expanding your consciousness, stretching what you once thought might seem impossible is very reachable now. Be open. Be open to the light that you already are. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just claim it. Just claim it. And be it. It's not a matter of doing. You don't have to buy it. Nobody else has it. It's yours. And nobody can take it from you. It is an illusion. Again, it's a level of awareness. Consciousness. Conscious awareness. Thank you. Take a drink some water, take some deep breaths, ground your feet. Christia. Yes, ma'am. Have you experienced uh, a spiritual growth in some way or? Yeah. Can you tell? Oh, Christy, I've been <laughs> wanting to ask you since the show started. Where is Christy? Who took her? Well, I'm here. I'm still the same person. But um, since October of last year, I've been working with Howard Wills and uh, doing prayers. I've really been working on keeping my energy clear, clear, clear as much as I can. Um, and I, 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 I now I, this is going to sound naive or crazy, or and, and people may not believe me, and that's okay. But I. I didn't realize how psychic I was. I didn't realize what it, how empathic I was. And then I had some personal things happen to me. Excuse me, I'm burping. Um, I had some personal things happen to me. And uh, I lost a friend. And, and it was kind of painful. But through that process. But that's okay. Because I had to have healthy boundaries. And I didn't realize I didn't with this particular person and uh, and it was a good you know learning experience but through that process i i have speech, i have grown in my own awareness of myself and owning my life I can tell. I knew it right away. Thank you. Thank you, because I, I appreciate um, I appreciate you seeing it, and I appreciate your feedback, because when you're in it, you, you don't know, you know. 
Um, but thank you. I've learned a lot. I've really learned a lot. Meaning I know that nothing we need's in our head. Our heart is soul driven. Meaning everything in our heart is usually from our soul. We can trust it. And then our gut is God given. Meaning if our gut feels weird, we need to pay attention. Because God's, you know, God gave us our gut meter, so to speak, to keep us out of, you know, immediate danger and to pay attention. So if we get butterflies, pay attention. If you get a foreboding feeling, pay attention. So learning to pay attention to what I feel. Also, I used to process a lot of physical pain in my body and it wasn't mine. I was picking up other people's stuff and I was processing it as my own. And now I just say only my energy in my body, only my energy in my body, because the truth of it is, if it was really something physical, I couldn't get rid of it with prayer. The root of everything is spiritual frequency, energy. So just getting right down to it. So thank you, Dolly. Thank you for seeing my changes. I know you. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I do. We've been together for quite a few years now. And I just seem to have learned you inside <laughs> out. Yeah. In, in my inside is what I'm saying. Nine years. How did wow. You end, how did you end up with us? I, um, I, there was a time that I had a, um, promo person. I, uh, she was a writer and she kind of pushed for me to be on different radio shows, internet radio shows. And this was before internet radio was even, and there was a lady, uh, that in Canada, they kind of had her own show, and I was on there. And Dolly, Dolly was just a listener, and she came on. And then there was this guy Raz or R R A J. He was on there as as a listener. Raj, and then and then uh, Dolly said, "Well, I'm gonna be getting my own show, and I want to have you on." So I was like, okay, whatever. And she and she did. She had her own show. And she had me on. And th- that's that's how Dolly and I met. And you haven't gone away yet since. Uh-uh. And then <laughs> y'all, I was a guest. Dolly said, oh, you should be a guest on Nancy's show or, or the Say What show or something. And then y'all said, well, would you want to be come once a month? You know, and we got the fourth Saturday open, so there you go. It was now, Tracy Kennedy's show. It yes, was Tracy, who brought us together. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Is she still alive? I Is don't she, know <laughs> because she suffered from MS. Yes, and she she was doing really really well, and then something happened, and then I I'm not on social media anymore. Like Facebook or any of that hoo-ha stuff. 
I mean, I do post every now and then, but I don't have to physically go there to share my classes. Oh, I did want to say this. I have a free class Thursday. Um, if you ever want to do healing with me, if you've ever wanted a healing, if you've ever wanted to experience what I do, it is F-R-E-E. It is free. Um, if you go to my um, you can go to my website, you can go to my personal page. It's learn it live forward slash Christia Cummings, and it'll say upcoming class. Um, it's called Angelic Light Transmissions. It's the 28th of July. It's at noon Eastern Standard Time. It's free. You sign up to to be a member of Learn It Live is free. And then I'm going to record it. You do not. You do not have to be there when it's live. But um, there will be other people from all over the world there. And it's fun to meet other people that are similar to you. Um, and then the class is recorded. And then it goes into your Learn It Live library and is available to you at 20, you know, whenever you want to watch it. Like I've got a lady in Denmark. She takes my recording classes and then she likes to watch it instead of TV. Um, okay. I, I can get uh, the link and if you want to share it in... Um, the uh, chat. Yes, yes, I do. And plus, we'll put it up on the description under the podcast. Okay. We don't do video anymore because YouTube threw us off, and I was having so much problems with the other stations that I've just concentrated on the podcast, which is fine because we got the same numbers and more, much more than we had even on YouTube. So it works. I figure that, you know. The, the powers that be will guide people here. The powers that really be will guide people to uh, this sh this station and these shows. If they're yes, needed, you know. Yes. Because we haven't we haven't changed our way of doing things. We still try to give you the truth as we see it. Sometimes we get it right and sometimes we get it wrong, but we get it right much more times than we get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Not bragging or anything. And I like that we share it in different ways, so we hit more people with it. Yep. I mean, uh, different ways than each other. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because we're, we're authentic people, and we just say what we right. say. Right. right. We don't try to beat somebody we're not. <laughs> nice people. Like I thought Christia was doing. <laughs> I really was I wanted to say all all the show who are you? Where is Christia? <laughs> <laughs> I knew something had happened. And to me it sounds something big. But I don't know whether you think that or not, but Well, I I I, I definitely think something's shifting. And um, I, I, I'm holding more light in my body. And things bother me a lot less. Yeah, I, I, I am less invested in drama. I have I'm found less that invested out too, in Christian. arguing. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, I I don't have time for it. I I just I ain't got time. I don't have time to think about things that I don't care about. Before I was always trying to be nice to people and listen to their bullshit, listen to what they thought was important. And to me, I would think, why have you not moved beyond thinking that way? And and then through the th- different things I've been through lately, I've been being taught, no, you don't have to think it the way they're thinking it. Think it your way. Share how you feel it and let it go. And with, we have to let we have to let the show go. Um, right. Walt, do you want to say good night? Good night, everybody. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed this weekend. Well, Take thank care. you for putting that purple ray into the biosphere of Earth. <laughs> and Christia, how would you like to sign off? I say love y'all. Thank you. Bye. And Dolly. Bye-bye, y'all. Okay, so thank you all for being here. The uh, playlist will repeat, and we will have another live show on Tuesday on the Shungite show. So appreciate you all. Be safe and uh, have fun. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. Thank you for listening to Cosmic Reality Radio. We appreciate your support. Please visit our sponsor at mysticalwares.com for a huge selection of metaphysical products, gifts, candles, incense, and one of the largest Shungite collections available. Cosmic Reality Radio is sponsored by Mystical Wares Online Store, where coupon code SAVE10 will get you 10% off your entire order at mysticalwares.com.